Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the... <clears throat> there we go. I just recorded an entire episode, and I got finished with it, and the the volume was way low and it was like, what the fuck? It really just pissed me off. Like garage band. Why did you do this? Why do you forsake me? Cause garage band recording programs will throw all these little like tricks at you. You're just like, what the hell was that? That wasn't like last time. That wasn't like the time I did it before. I'm just trying to make this thing work and it doesn't. It's enough to drive a man crazy enough to drive me crazy. Anyway, uh, it turns off the microphone, turns out the microphone wasn't on. So I flicked the switch on the microphone and then the little the little level meter in the the recording thing started showing up if that makes sense at all. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, if I'm explaining it. My sound vibrations the volume of my sound is now being displayed visually in a much more profound way on the screen in front of me as I record and it was like a 25 minute episode too and maybe I'll just release it as like a looper track or something but it's just too it's just the levels are all off the levels are off we've got a problem because the intro music doesn't you know what i'm saying anyway <clears throat> clearing my throat again no covid no corona it's a no corona um throat clearing and in the last in the episode i just recorded which i didn't use or which i won't use i was talking about how you know you just don't you just don't know what the heck is going on out there with the information and what people are thinking. And, you know, I posted this, this thing came through Facebook today about perhaps California has achieved herd immunity. And so basically we can all go outside again because they've proven that coronavirus has been in California for a very long time and a bunch of people got infected. And I, I commented that, I commented that I know a couple people who had fever-like symptoms and had fever, fevers and pneumonia a few months ago and that maybe it already passed through and so a bunch of people have been infected and, and are fine now and so we've got herd immunity. It was sort of what the premise of the article was and I, w I want that, of course, because I want to go surfing again. And someone chimes in, someone who is a colleague and I think a friend, but you never know, right? Um, with, well, that's just some Rush Limbaugh made that up. And so it's the conservative agenda trying to take credit from the liberal government, or the Democratic government of California. And I'm just like, what? Well, like, how did Rush Limbaugh get into this conversation? I'm just hopeful. <laughs> I'm just a person that wants to go surfing and saw some good news and posted it and then I get attacked I'm just like damn it man like what did I do like what was like I'm, I'm sorry what warranted your attack and so then I kind of respectfully responded and then he kind of doubled down because I was I was actually really inspired with the governor of California in the way he kind of rallied everybody and he kind of called people forth and sort of just took control of the situation now I really have no idea what's going on out there with the info wars. I saw some footage that this woman made a YouTube video and she's like, well, why would they, you know, it basically it was a video of a truck that they just backed up. It's just a truck at a loading dock that the news is calling a refrigerated, like a pull up morgue, 
You know, that's like what the what the mainstream media is peddling. And you listen to her, the way she presents it, it's like, yeah, that doesn't really make all that much sense, actually. There's just a semi backed up. It's just a picture of a semi with a caption underneath it that's like, this is the makeshift morgue where they're throwing all the dead bodies. And then, you know, they're burying the dead bodies in the field in New York, which, you know, could, I'm not like... I don't want to come off as some truth denier, like some climate de- change denier or whatever. But I'm just saying there's something lurking around. The truth is kind of hard to pin down in this situation, if you know what I'm saying. So it's all of a sudden turning like co- co- life coach against life coach. And <laughs> I'm just like, what, dude? I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't like Rush Limbaugh. Why are you, are you insinuating that I do? I don't know. Now I'm completely confused. And I tried to clean it up with you and you double down. What the fuck is going on out here, man? I don't know. But um, I was going to, I actually told a, um, I was, I told a story of the hour I first believed um, in the podcast that I released or that I'm not going to release. But I think that was a little nudge to not tell that story. You can go listen to all this, the entire story if you can find the Addiction and Redemption podcast, which is not on iTunes. It's no longer on iTunes. All the listeners have been redirected to the Magic Pisces, Pisces podcast, which is more uh, the punk rock version of higher consciousness. Um, that All that higher consciousness stuff is great, but how do we apply it in everyday life? And in the last podcast, I talked about the, I talked about the um, gas station attendant who was really just I don't think I've ever seen a person closer like if if there is such a person and there certainly is in America who's gonna go get an AK-47 and come back and shoot everybody this was the person (laughs) this 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 guy was a gas station attendant and all of a sudden some douchebag that douchebag being me comes in and needs a coffee that he now needs to pour behind the register man that's just a recipe for him to go postal slash gas station style. I could just see it in his eyes, and I talked about how I sent him a silent blessing instead of taking the path of the ego. The ego wants to pick fights. The ego is the thing that got into the argument with this other friend of mine on Facebook this morning. Uh, It was his ego that got up in mine. And there's no spirit in that. There was no spirit in the exchange. It was just like, I think you're a fucking idiot for posting this thing. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I, maybe I was. And he's like, yeah, you were. I'm like, oh, this is, this is just sort of how I interpreted it. And I thought we were friends. So I don't know. I'm just doing my best. Everybody's just doing their best. I don't know. I, I post things sometimes from a place of emotion and, and, like everybody else. It's like, oh, that sounds good. That it doesn't sound that makes me feel good. If it makes me feel good, I'll repost it or whatever. And maybe there's some subconscious stuff in there that actually wants to pick a fight with the universe. I don't know. But again, not like a bad person, not a bad bad guy. I'm just someone who probably spends way too much fucking time on there like everybody else. So anyway, I was talking about um, the Course in Miracles last week, and this, it, it's really what it is. It's a structure inside which it's it's a structure that houses a a a, a spirituality, or it's it's a structure inside which spirit can speak to you. Ultimately, it's self study. 
I you can't promote it on anybody. You can't. I can't promote it. You know, some people might might pick up what I'm throwing down here and go investigate and, and wrap their heads around it, but most people won't, and that's just the way it is, and that's fine. You can't force in, 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 anything on anybody. You certainly can't force God on people. It's about the most pointless thing in the universe to try to force God on some people, uh, on people, much less um, anything else. You just can't force things on people. You have to attract. You can't really promote. You have to attract. Attraction, not promotion. So it doesn't really matter if you like the Course of Miracles or understand it or don't understand it, there are two modes of thinking. There's the thinking of the ego, which in the case of the gas station attendant, I the ego part of me just wanted to be like, yeah, you better fucking hurry up with that coffee. <laughs> Look at you, you fucking piece of shit gas station attendant. And then that ego part of me, which still is very much alive and well, could have turned around and seen the guy behind me. And maybe we would have gotten into a thing about what a fucking idiot this gas station attendant who can't pour a cup of coffee is or about how mad he is. And maybe we could have poked some fun at him. And then this poor gas station attendant, maybe he could have gone out and get an AK-47 and come back and just shut the place up. That's what can happen when you let the ego run the show. There's got to be another way. And that other way is the way that you will be directed if you take a minute to think, to pause, to rest, to reflect, and um, to allow something greater than you to speak to you and to direct you. And I just call that God, the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit, he, she, it, them, they, whatever, the universe, that magnificent, beautiful, loving energy which permeates the fabric of the universe. That thing, if you pause and connect to that thing, that non-thing, that no-thing, that everything, that omnipotent thing, if you take a moment and connect to whatever that is and how you choose to relate to it, your day will go differently. Your interactions will go differently. You will be nicer to attendants of gas stations and servers at restaurants if there were any restaurants left and checkers and clerks. And it's really interesting because you can just see like all of a sudden the, the grocery store checker is like this revered person in society. It's awesome. It's the most awesome thing ever to see gas station attendants and checkers, checkout men and women being respected and revered and seen as warriors because they are. There's just been this like amazing watershed moment in America, in the world, in which that is seen as like one of the noblest things that could be done is to sit and scan items. I tried to throw the gas station attendant, not the not the psycho guy. Um, I would have if he had been, you know, a little nicer. It's not like his bad attitude gets gets to be rewarded, you know. But uh, I tried to give the gas station attendant a $10 bill last week, and they, they said they weren't allowed to accept tips. And I'm like, that is a shame because I have a feeling people are trying to throw those people money all day long. And you just see them rising to the occasion with the, with the exception of Coffee Boy. Although maybe maybe by now he has risen. Maybe he's got no – he either got fired or he's risen to the occasion. I guess he could still be snickering every time somebody wants a coffee. It's funny, though, because I actually quit um, – I actually uh, – started buying my coffee at the grocery store and I dusted off my coffee maker because of that interaction or partially in part because of that interaction. So, you know, every, even though, you know, he's a poor sick soul who really just needs love. It doesn't mean I need to play his crazy game or subject myself to his childish whims, even though I have plenty of my own. So 
point being, if you take time to reflect, connect, respect, um, respect yourself and respect others and, and allow yourself to be guided by a power which is greater than you, your day will go differently. And there's this whole section towards the end of The Course in Miracles called Rules. Uh, it's called the, the New Beginning. <coughs> Excuse me. It's called The New Beginning. And, and there's this whole section on decisions. And it says, basically, you could wake up in the morning and tell the universe uh, you can you can declare the type of day that you would like to have and that you can have that day just like that so long as you don't make any decisions by yourself. And that's it. But it also emphasizes the fact that you have to, that, that you are still learning how to hear. So it says, as you are still learning how to hear, this will not be that, you know, this is not that simple, but just do your best. And it's true. So you could you could wake up and say, I would like to be guided towards the fruition of uh, brilliant ideas. I would like brilliant ideas to spill forth from my consciousness that could help me to make money. And you sort of tell the universe that that's the type of day that you'd like to have. By the way, I'm trying to watch my ums, my ahs, and you knows. So we'll see how it goes. The last ones seem to be riddled, riddled with ums. But anyway... You can tell the universe the day that you'd like to have or just declare to the world the type of day that you'd like to have. And if you make no decisions by yourself, that is the day that will be given you. And there's this whole, it gets really complex. Like if you, you accidentally made a decision by yourself, um, you know, no decisions by, my, by yourself basically means that you, will, um, that you will allow yourself to be directed by God. And it goes right along with the 11th step and the 12 steps, which is sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out, right? So you'll start to see patterns emerging in spiritual, like, structures that are effective. And it's basically the same thing. It's just there's a different container inside which the, the, the God expresses itself through. Um, one is like a 12-step program. The other is a Course in Miracles um, but basically, you know, and you could say, um, you know, through, through, um, through just the practice of, of Buddhism and just sitting and being the witness of your thoughts versus being a participant in what they are trying to cajole you out of, that's, it's, it's very much along similar lines. And you start to see these universal patterns emerge and all that's happening is God, whatever God is, is just trying to get through to people to have them be better people. And if you can figure out a way, I just have structures that work for me. If you can find a way to have those messages get through to you, maybe with some yoga practices, uh, kundalini yoga for me personally, really, it, it fine tunes my relationship with the all as well. But whatever sort of structure you can put into your life that enhances the messages of God and turns down the messages of the ego, whatever you can employ in your life or put into your life, it will make your life go a heck of a lot better. Because I'll tell you what, I'm really glad I didn't get antagonistic towards that gas station attendant. That just would have sucked. That just would have sucked, and I would have had to go back and apologize to him, and then maybe he wouldn't have accepted the apology. Maybe I would have Start, got into a thing with him, and then the guy behind me in line would have then had a, a judgment about him, you know, for the rest of his life. But 
Instead, just said a silent prayer. And I think I talked about humble bragging last week, but whatever. Last episode, but whatever. So we all have choices as to how we would like to proceed in any given situation. Your ego, your crazy brain wants to do one thing. The other side of your brain, the brain that is connected to something greater than you, will do another thing. And that's what I refer to as the pathway of surrender. Right. So in the midst of all of this fear and uncertainty and panic, there is a way to feel into the discomfort this is what's referred to in the Buddhist lineage. If I just read a book by Pema Chodron, a new, new book by Pema Chodron, Buddhist monk. Um, and and it, the, the practice is called Tonglen, T-O-N-G-L-E-N. And what the practice of Tonglen is, is um, it's where you, you just lean into, feel into, allow yourself to experience the discomfort that is manifesting itself inside consciousness so you do not distract yourself from it. Meaning that uncomfortable thought, that uncomfortable feeling about the fact that you are running out of money like everybody else or like so many else, so many other people, that feeling, don't run away from it. Don't distract yourself with sex or drugs or whatever dysfunctional thing that you do to prevent yourself from not feeling, feel it, breathe into it, experience it, allow yourself to feel that discomfort, experience it, embody it, be it, become it. And in the ceasing to resist it, you will transcend it. It's like holding up a match and the match like if you just hold up a match, it'll burn down to your fingers and it'll start to really burn for a second and then it'll go out. That's kind of how these uncomfortable that's this is a relationship that you could have for the to the uncomfortable feelings that pop up inside of consciousness um, that you don't want to experience. But if you take the time to experience them and breathe into them, that's the Tonglin practice. Breathe in and then breathe out. So it's like you can breathe in all the discomfort that all the people in the world are feeling. You can take on all of the energy, the collective energy, the collective fear, the collective panic. Breathe it in for the benefit of humanity. And then you can exhale uh, peace and love or exhale prosperity or whatever it is. That's Tonglin. You breathe in the bad, you exhale the good. You breathe in the bad, you exhale the good. And the most powerful spiritual practices are the absolute simplest they're absolutely GED simple. Do the good thing and not the bad thing. Be nice and not mean. Be nice all the time, no matter what, to everyone always, to every possible, to every living thing always. Be kind to it. Just these very simple things. I wonder if you're picking up on those dings. Forgot to, uh, forgot to mute the, <clears throat> forgot to sign out of the messenger. Anyway, very simple things um, will lead to very drastic changes in how your experience of what it means to be alive goes. Pray for the person instead of bash him. Send a silent blessing instead of a silent judgment. When you send a silent judgment, if you realize you're judging, call yourself out on it and switch it to a, uh, a blessing. That's one of the funniest things is people don't think they're judgmental. It's like, what are you talking about? Everybody's judgmental and it's perfectly fine. Um, it's just when you catch yourself being judgmental, switch it. That's all. Switch it to a blessing. So I'm going to wrap up here, I think. I, the, the episode that I recorded that was, um, maybe I'll, I'll release that episode with like a, a premise at the beginning of it telling you that the volume is going to get completely foobar and 
you know, whatever, because I thought it was a good episode anyways. A lot of overlap, but not completely. Thanks for tuning in to the Magic Pisces podcast again. If your life is not where you'd like it to be, give me a call. Email me at Transform at Magic Pisces. We will set up a call in which we can support you in discovering what your purpose on the planet is and how you can navigate the planet from that purpose, a.k.a. life coaching. Life coaching is very, very powerful. Uh, life coaching, the methodology that I employ, ontological life coaching and phenomenological life coaching, uh, very often results in permanent transformational shifts in the lives of human beings. What does that mean? More money, more love, more everything. Um, and it's a really fascinating exploration, basically more of what, what uh, you do want and less of what you don't. So uh, feel free to reach out to me again, Transform Magic Pisces, and I will tune in or I will catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.